Well, hello and welcome to Becoming Love Podcast. I am your host, Michael, and I am super pleased that you are able to join us. Hey, I don't know what it's like in your neck of the woods, but uh, we're looking at a melt of a bunch of snow we got this past weekend, and uh, we're expecting some high winds to help push that away. I love when the snow falls. also love it when it leaves. Anyways, folks, uh, again, like I said, my name's Michael, and I am super glad that you're here. A couple things brewing um, right now. Uh, December 1st, I will be speaking at a Blue Christmas-style memorial service uh, here in southern Alberta. Um, If you're uh, heading into the Christmas season with a bit of a limp because of loss of someone you love or a significant change in your uh, in your situation and Christmas looks a little tougher uh, for you this year, uh, maybe not so merry and bright, uh, you might want to come out and, and check that out. Um, you can find the details of that uh, on my website. So that's December 1st at 2 o'clock down here in southern Alberta. Uh, other things you should be knowing about. Um, so I am also hosting an Advent retreat. Now that's a little bit different because it's it's an online Advent retreat. And so I know the tendency is to go and get as many people as you can signed up for these things. But that's not really my intent for this uh, um for this retreat. So we're going to limit it to about eight folks and we're going to meet on Saturday mornings um, for about 40 minutes to an hour. And what I'm hoping is that this will be an interactive experiential um, journey into Advent. And again, um, this is ideally suited for for folks that are, you know, maybe having a tough time as the holiday season um, rolls in. And uh, that could be that could be a variety of things. It could be due to uh, relationship change via divorce or death or a loss of job or income or or even health. Um, but the theme again behind uh, uh, this Advent gathering is around this whole idea of um, this light lingers. Now, this light lingers um, is is actually a song that was written by a East Coast musician by the name of Joel Mason. And for me, it is uh, it is a profoundly hopeful song um, that even in the midst of uh, crushing defeat and 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 just profound loss, there is this light that still burns, this light that still beckons us forward, this tenacious lingering light that cuts through the deepest of darkness. And I find sometimes we just need a little help from our friends, a little help to to readjust our gaze um, so that we can uh, get our bearings afresh uh, from this light lingers. You know, I keep thinking about, you know, as it talks about Jesus, it's the light of the world. Right and this this light that is burning in the darkness and in the intense darkness, and it says that the light is not overcome by the darkness. And I know for many of us, I know in my own life story and my own situations, you know sometimes that that darkness, that heaviness, just feels so darn stifling, absolutely stifling. It's like every breath is 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 a labor. Um, 
and uh, it's it's sometimes pretty hard to uh, uh, to navigate life through that thick darkness. So for me, it's super important that we all have some faithful, forgiving friends, um, some uh, some voice that can come alongside us and encourage us um, to keep going. Uh, to help reorient us to that light, no matter how faint it is, uh, and just just be that encouragement. So again, that's going to be starting here November 30th. It's going to run for four sessions. Like I said, it's limited to eight folks. We're just looking for uh, a suggested donation of $49. And here's the deal. Like with everything I do, if finances are an issue and you really need some help, you really need some encouragement, whether it's with... Uh, um, you know, this Advent retreat or whether it's with spiritual direction or grief care, you know, I don't want, I don't want finances to be a barrier and we can work with lots of folks in, in various situations, uh, to make sure that you get, uh, the support and the encouragement, um, that you need. So we're really excited about that coming Again, you know, I continue to be absolutely fascinated by this whole idea of love and the way that the way that love is that light that cuts through the darkness, that cuts through the darkness of loneliness and depression, which is so often marked by isolation. And 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 in that isolation, man, we just we really lose our bearing. We lose our bearing with reality and we lose perspective uh with respect to the world and so forth. And heaven knows that that right now in our social media and our news cycles and so forth, there are just so many voices and situations that just want to pile on. I know a quick look at uh, at my social media um, this morning. It was like, oh my goodness, you know, just just all the bickering and and all the oh man, just the vitriol back and forth. You know, and then it occurred to me, you know what? It wasn't any different yesterday or the day before or the day before. And it occurred to me, you know, that um, that there's big business in anger. There's big business in outrage um, because it keeps you coming back. It keeps you seeing advertisers, right? But sometimes we're just not in that place where we can handle a steady diet of doom and gloom and outrage, Um it just it just can consume us and and particularly if we're heading into a bit of a dark season or if we're in a dark season like i said it's just like piling on so for me i am really trying to limit my my uh social media um to the extent that i i will still post uh, and i will respond to comments and messages and so forth but i'm i'm not spending a lot of time just kind of lingering um and and uh, and scanning the pages, and partly because I know that it's not good for me. Um, for me, I'm really trying to be tenacious right now, looking for good news stories, for for stories about folks from all walks of life, um, average everyday folks um, who are um, who are choosing love in in amazing ways who are choosing uh, to be heroic in the way that that they they serve others and care for others uh, in ways um, that may seem insignificantly small but I think that when we when we when we lead with our heart um, and the 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 fruit that is manifested from that is is just a part of something that's greater that's manifested when when people choose to love and choose to respond you know along those lines i was greeted this morning by a 
by a, um, a post uh, from the good folks at Henry Nowen's website. You know, and, and I think it really it really encouraged me this morning, particularly when we're talking about grief and we're talking about this light lingers and we're talking about love and, and social media and stuff. Uh, and so again, this is from November 12th. It says, when we are crushed like grapes, we cannot think of the wine we will become. The sorrow overwhelms us, makes us throw ourselves on the ground face down with sweat drops of blood. Then we need to be reminded that our cup of sorrow is also our cup of joy. And that one day we'll be able to taste the joy as fully as we now taste the sorrow. And I really do appreciate Nowen's perspective on this. And I think that, that I would even like to expand it even greater. I think that I think that the, this, this God who loves offers us um, not only an opportunity for change in circumstances in many cases, but I think more importantly, there is that tangible presence, that being with us. You know, um, I have been doing spiritual care with folks for for many years and sat with folks through some absolutely ugly, uh, life-crushing situations. And yeah, I mean, I've got, uh, you know, a lot of education, a lot of experience, but the bottom line and what seems to be most profound in the lives of, of, uh, of these folks is just a faithful presence. And so just being there, sitting with people, not trying to fix them, not trying to offer them some, some cliche um, or some, some anemic type of comfort, but rather just being present to them, sitting with them, listening to them, and just making space without anything necessarily overt having to happen. And I find time and time again, that is one of the things that, that people most appreciate appreciate about our time together. It's just to be able to make space and to hold space in this context of love where people feel safe, where they don't feel like they're being a project or being evangelized or being scolded or shamed or given unsolicited advice. But rather just that just that womb of space that is that is saturated with the loving presence. And most specifically, and the thing with spiritual directors is, is that it's really not about us. What we're trying to do is cultivate an environment and an atmosphere um, uh, for the presence of the Spirit. Now, I know that's, that's kind of tricky, loaded language. The reality is, is that the Spirit of God is present here. He is so fully with us. And what it is, is not a matter of us trying to invoke um, invoke God to uh, to come to us, but us waking up, us lifting our eyes. And I love that image in the Psalms where it talks about God, the lifter of our chin, that in the middle of such despair, the Spirit of God comes and gently lifts our chin so that we can turn our gaze to the one who loves us and who's for us. For me, folks, that's good news. For me, that's what anchors and sustains a rugged hope through the good, the bad, and the ugly. And for me, in lots of ways, it's that light burning in the darkness, the light that lingers. I want to thank you for joining me for this short podcast. And uh, if you have any questions or any thoughts, please be sure to, to, to drop me a line. I'd love to hear from you. Anyways, be on the lookout for... Uh, 
before the uh, this light lingers on my website, iamsignificant.ca. Thanks so much. Be kind to yourself.